Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping. And that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. All right, Film Geeks, today's class is all about The Nun 2, the latest film in the Conjuring universe. How does it live up? Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping. And that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements. Featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Let's talk about it.
What's up, y'all? Welcome back to another episode of All Right, Let's Talk About It. My name is Savannah. I am your host. I do film reviews and film industry commentary. And I'm not going to keep y'all here super long today. We're talking about The Nun. When it comes to horror movies, unless it's spectacular, there's really not a whole lot to talk about. I mean, they all pretty much follow kind of the same formula, the same motifs, a lot of jump scares. The question a lot of people are, are asking, is the movie scary? And we're going to get to that. But this is The Nun 2, directed by Michael Chavez. This is actually his second film, the second film he's directed in this franchise. He directed The Curse of La Llorona. This stars returning Taiza Farmiga, Jonas Bloquet. Bloquet, I'm not sure. He is from Brussels, Belgium, so quite possibly he speaks French. I assume so. Uh, Storm Reed, Anna Poplowell, Bonnie Ahrens, and Caitlin Rose Downey. This is the one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, ninth film in this franchise. And I think the Marvel Universe has, you know, spooked people a bit. Because with Marvel, and this is one of the reasons why I'm not big on Marvel, is it feels like you have to watch 40 films just to understand one. And you have a couple of films that can't stand on their own. It's not like you could just watch that film and be good. No, you really have to kind of watch this film and then this film and then this film in order for that film to make sense. And that can be a bit frustrating, I think. But this isn't quite like that. In order to really enjoy The Nun 2, you just have to watch The Nun, which last I checked, it's streaming on HBO Max, I believe. Now, you can watch these movies in chronological order. So it will be The Nun first, then Annabelle Creation, The Nun 2, Annabelle, The Conjuring, Annabelle Comes Home. Now, you could no, yeah, you want to watch The Conjuring first and then Annabelle Comes Home. They happen right about the same time. The Curse of La Llorona, The Conjuring 2, and The Conjuring The Devil Made Me Do It. You could also watch the movies in release order. So The Conjuring, Annabelle, The Conjuring 2, Annabelle Creation, The Nun, The Curse of La Llorona, Annabelle Comes Home, The Conjuring, The Devil Made Me Do It. This movie franchise started in 2013 with The Conjuring, obviously, directed by James Wan. James Wan, this always trips me out. I don't know why it trips me out because it's not new information. But I think about just kind of the almost simplicity of The Conjuring. The Conjuring's scary. It's such a good movie. Such a good movie. But it's so simple. But this is also the same guy that directed the first Saw movie. Like the same dude. But he also directed one of the Furious movies. The Fast and Furious movies. Yeah, he did one of those two. He's such a versatile dude. He's so cool. He's so freaking cool. But he's skilled. He's very skilled. This this genre, horror, takes a certain level of skill. Not everybody can do this. Not everybody can create compelling, relatable, lovable characters that you want to follow throughout the film. Not everybody can write a script that builds and creates tension and keeps tension. Not every director knows how to piece together shots and set up lighting in such a way that it terrifies you. That takes a different kind of skill. Movies, good movies, they just let the story tell themselves and whatever emotions come is what happens. But 
With horror movies, the intention is to elicit certain emotions. Now, I talk about heavy-handed direction all the time, right? How I don't like how directors try to force you to feel a certain way, or they're so fixed on their point, they don't leave room for interpretation. Horror is not quite like that, because the whole point of the horror genre, or maybe even thriller, if you want to kind of loop that in there, is to elicit and pull out certain emotions, fear, confusion, um just those are your biggest ones. I think just fear, confusion, get the blood pumping, adrenaline running, you know, sadness, anger. That, that is the whole point of horror movies. It's not just about scaring you, but it's about forcing you to feel something, pushing you to feel something. And there is no stronger emotion as far as I'm concerned than fear. Fear is a full body emotion. You feel it everywhere. You feel it in your head, in your heart, in your gut, in your blood. It is a full body emotion. And oddly enough, the other side of the coin for fear, you have fear on one side and then laughter and joy on the other. You ever think about that when you're watching a scary movie, you scream, you get scared and immediately you start laughing. Isn't that interesting? I've always found that to be interesting, but it takes a certain level of skill to be able to pull that out of somebody, to be able to do that, to be able to forcibly and, you know, genuinely create emotions, force people to feel certain ways and then manipulate them in one direction or another. That takes skill. And I think that's one of the reasons why I love this genre so much. I appreciate and I respect that skill. This movie though, it's a little under two hours. It's not very long. Unfortunately, this movie does have some mistakes. And I think the biggest mistake here is that it it's doing too much. There's too much they're trying to pack into um, this tiny little film here. Also, what I, I really wish, and I don't know, because again, they could probably get two more nun movies out of this with the Conjuring universe. And I'll get to that in a second. Hold up. Let, let, let's 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 stick on this train of thought because I could go in 40 different directions. This movie, again, it's packing too much. It it, it strays away from the mythology. We kind of get away from what makes this nun scary. And we settle instead for this 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 nun is less of a demon and more of a boogeyman. This movie is less horror and more slasher it's it's very thriller this they took this franchise and they added a little thriller in there and i'm not sure if that's intentional but this is very much thriller in the way that it creates builds and keeps tension it does that incredibly well i think the biggest flaw here is that it's trying to stuff too much and it does very well in the beginning we get a great middle and in the end it gets a little weird because it goes from being you know a demon ghost story to kind of a monster movie just a bit but i I like the monster movie. There, they had. There was a goat. There was a goat. Um, goats are not supposed to come down the stairs like that. That was scary. I, I screamed. I screamed. I screamed a lot in this movie. This thing was scary, y'all. I was scared. Genuinely scared. Um, full body fear. Scared. I was not anticipating this movie to be um, this scary. It is a miracle. No one was sitting beside me because 
when I say full body, I mean hands, arms, feet, legs flying, me putting my hand out in front of my face like something's coming at me. Like I had a physical reaction to watching this movie. This is why I love horror because no other genre can physically move you like that. I love it. Exhilarating. This movie is scary. It is so scary. And it doesn't stop being, once it it hits that scary mark, it doesn't really stop. There are definitely some jump scares, but once this movie figures out where the tension is, God, it builds. It builds so well. So this movie is a lot of fun. It's exhilarating. It's a roller coaster ride of emotions. And I definitely appreciate that part. So yeah, there are some mistakes. There are some flaws. It's not perfect. Is this the best movie in the franchise? Absolutely not. But my God, this was probably the most fun. That was a roller coaster ride. I enjoyed. I was not expecting that. I didn't think it would be better than the first nun. What sequel is? But I was not expecting this to be such a roller coaster ride of scary. I was genuinely scared. I like I might have to watch Disney Channel to fall asleep. That kind of scared. <laughs> Now, with these possession movies, now I, I can speak from Christian experience, I guess, that these conversation is about, conversations about um, spirits, demons, possessions, exorcism, p- casting the devil out. These are conversations that you're going to hear in some Protestant factions, in some Protestant denominations and churches. Now, I don't know what those conversations look like in real life in the Catholic Church, but there's something about these possession films and the adjacent Catholic Church. It just makes sense. Now, if you are Catholic and you listen to me, um, or listen to me, uh, and you listen to my podcast or whatever, let me know what that looks like in your own parish. Let me know. But there, there's something about it. You're not going to see too many Protestant, you know, pastors or ministers casting out demons in films. You're not going to see it a whole lot. It's not something that I think would be taken seriously from a moviegoer. Not even me, who is Protestant, right? But there's something about the Catholic Church. Maybe it's because the Catholic Church is so old. Maybe because there's so much ritual. ritual. There's something comforting in the ritual. Maybe because there are clearly defined roles between men and women, and both of them occupy a sense of strength. That's just different. I think, I don't know what it is, but there's something about it that just makes sense. And in these movie settings, it's comforting. Even if you're not Catholic, there's just something comforting about it. Now, this movie, I don't think they're doing anything I don't wouldn't say they do this well or they do this bad, but I just found it to be very interesting. It's something I would love to dig into more. I, I definitely want to watch this movie again, but we get a deeper look into faith and the role that faith has in these kinds of situations, the casting out of demons. It's something that's talked about in the Bible, definitely with Jesus when, you know, he sends the 12 out to do things and they're struggling to do the things that Jesus can do. And it's, it all comes down to faith and really digging into faith and having faith and what that looks like, what that means. And we have Sister Deborah who's struggling with that, not just her own faith, but just purpose in general. And so there's a moment at the very end where it, it clicks for her. And and when it clicks for her, when she has found her faith, that's when they're victorious. 
So we get a deeper look into faith and not just faith in general, but what I love this film did was it communicated things about the Catholic church or Catholicism in general that might be foreign to those of us who are not familiar. So it's not even like a big deal though. It's just little things like the, like holy water or the purpose or an altar boy, the clothing, things like that. Um, the rosary, the, um, Mary, Mother of Grace, um, Hail, is it the Hail Mary prayer? Correct me if I'm wrong. I don't know. It's little things like that, giving us a deeper look into this religion. I I don't know. I, I thought that was kind of cool because we're, we're told to just kind of just trust that these priests and these nuns and these movies kind of know what we're what they're doing. But what we get here is we see where that strength comes from. I thought that was kind of cool. I don't know if that's in, was intentional, but that's what I got out of it. I I don't know. I, I loved seeing how faith plays into this thing, this casting out of demons. I, I thought that was something that was very well done. It's not just like, oh, the Catholic Church is here to save the day. Faith is here to save the day because you have these two nuns who are clearly Catholic, Catholic, who are sent to do this job, but it is not until faith happens. I thought that was beautiful. Now, don't come at me thinking that, oh, is she seeing anything negative about the church? No, not at all. I just thought that that I think that's something universal, you know, whether you're Catholic or Protestant or whatever. It's nothing. There is no strength without faith. I thought that was interesting. I thought that was beautiful. All right, parental units. So this is the part of the podcast where I answer your number one question. Is this movie appropriate for my kid? Now, I've mentioned this before. When it comes to horror movies, I'm the worst person to ask. Why? I've been watching scary movies since I was like five years old. So, like I, I can't tell you whether or not this will be good for your kid. I'm not. I can't judge. I really can't. But this is what I can tell you. You know your child. I say this every time. You know your kid. You know what your kid can handle. What your kid can't handle. You also know what's appropriate and what's not appropriate for your household. So I would stick to those two right there. When it comes to scary movies, obviously these movies are going to be rated PG-13 or rated R for a reason. If I'm not mistaken, this movie is rated R. There's definitely some blood, guts, and death scenes that would warrant a rated R, you know, rating. But I, I think with scary movies, they're a little bit different when it comes to judging them based on those ratings. It really comes down to how well do you know your kid? What can your child handle? What can your child not handle? Now, you as a parent may not let your kid watch like big, crazy action movies, but you might be down with letting them watch Child's Play because they can handle that. It's it, For you, it might be different. I'm not going to tell you what to do as a parent. You know your kid. I think when it comes to scary movies, that's the thing it boils down to. How well do you know your child? This movie does have a little bit of carnage, more carnage than I was expecting, a lot of blood. Um, we are dealing with demonic forces, Catholicism, the Catholic Church, possession, exorcism, um, fire. Somebody gets set on fire. It's actually kind of cool, but you know, I'm demented. I need therapy. Right. So yeah, it, it's very, I don't want to say explicit, but it's in your face. You know, you're dealing with matters of life and death, evil, you know, forces of good and evil. 
um, demonic possession. This It doesn't hide it. A lot of jump scares. You're seeing the devil manifested in different ways and the devil taking many shapes. So it's not just the devil looking scary, but it's the devil in a nun suit. It's the devil in a goat suit. It's the devil taking the shape of familiar people, taking possession of good people. So are you ready to have these kinds of conversations with your kid? No, then this movie is not for them. Does that make sense? I hope that helps. Want to advertise on this podcast? Check the episode description to see how you can be featured on the next episode. Thank you so much for listening to me rant and rave about yet another movie. So that was The Nun 2. Just to sum it up, it's doing a little too much. It's a little more slasher, a little more thriller than your normal Conjuring movie, but it's scary as hell. It's a lot of fun. That was good, scary fun. It's the kind of scary that I find fun, so I'm not sure how that helps you. But what is coming up? So I hope you've been paying attention. We have a series on this podcast called $2 Tuesdays where I talk about movies we haven't talked about before, and I am thoroughly enjoying that fun fact i have all of the two dollar tuesdays recorded for the month of september and i already got the first week of october done I, when i say i'm excited about this i'm very excited i have been wanting to do kind of a midweek constant and everybody says throwback thursday so i, I wanted to do two dollar tuesdays because i i want to be unique and special and whatnot anyways so in the world of reviews what is coming up so I already have my ticket for a haunting in Venice, I believe is what it is. The haunting in Venice or a haunting in Venice. I don't even know. But what I do know is I will be back in New Orleans next week. So I will be at my regular spot watching movies at my AMC theaters. I'm sure they probably thought I died. When I tell you they're so used to seeing me every week, like they're used to seeing me. There was a time where I actually hadn't been at that theater for a couple of weeks and they're like and the woman who normally checks my tickets was like where you been where have you been so yeah uh, it'll it'll be very interesting and i've seen five movies since i've been in the carolinas what did i see gran turismo golda the hill equalizer and then the nun too so yeah um next week we'll be right back to normal i'm not really ready if i'm being honest with you i'm not ready which is crazy though um i've just enjoyed the the peace here and the quiet and just being able to just hunker down and get things done it's been fun so getting back to the busy of new orleans that part i'm not looking forward to because i feel like i've just been spoiled being here but it's been a great reset got to see some friends go to bible studies my old church (sighs) so back to real life starting on sunday so yep it'll be a long drive back but i'm i'm ready to get back to real life it's time it's time it's time So, yeah, Haunting in Venice, and then It Lives Inside. Got to get my ticket for that one. And then The Creator is the week after that. And then starting in October, we get The Exorcist Believer. I think it's called Believer. And um, that, that should be very interesting. That is from the director who did... Halloween ends. I think he did all three Halloweens, the the latest one starting in 2018. I can't remember if he did all three, but I have yet to forgive him for what he did um, for Halloween ends. Ooh, I'm still mad. That was not the ending I deserved. I'm just saying after what I went through in 2022, absolutely not, but I digress. So yeah, that's what's coming up. Let me know if you go see The Nun 2. What's your favorite scary movie? Yep, I just asked that. What's your favorite scary movie? Let me know in the comment section. Convince me why I should love your favorite scary movie i dare you convince me but 
that was fun. I enjoyed that. Let me know what you think if you go and see it. You guys are amazing. Don't forget to like, comment, and subscribe. And I will see you next time. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.